This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 22nd of November, 2021. Rich Mullers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And today we're expecting sunny skies. We'll have a high in the mid-50s. Clear tonight, our low down to 34. Sunshine Tuesday up to 60 degrees. Wednesday with clouds, we'll have a high of 63. And for Thanksgiving Day, we've got a 70% chance of afternoon showers, otherwise partly sunny and a high of 56. Right now, fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It's Kathy Kordsmeyer with the Conway County Clerk's Office. Obituaries this morning. Vicki Lynn Busby, age 66, of Mabelville, died on Wednesday, November 17th. She was a homemaker, member of the Sandstone Church of Christ, and is survived by her husband of 20 years, John Busby, daughters Michelle Boyster of Little Rock, Brandy Thomas of Alabama, Kimberly Ammons of Kansas, and Amy Warmond of Little Rock, an aunt, nine grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Graveside service for Vicki Lynn Busby will be held Tuesday, November 23rd at Pleasant Hill Cemetery at 2 p.m. with Elijah Basvick officiating. The family will receive friends from 1.30 till 2 o'clock Tuesday prior to service time. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to Sandstone Church of Christ in Little Rock. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Danny W. Hill, age 66, of Pottsville, died Thursday, November 18th. He is survived by his wife, Terry Hill, two children at home, Paisley and Cash Hill, children Amanda and Edward Wine and Daniel Hill, stepchildren Joey Briscoe, Jason Mons, Corey Mons and Brooke Gunter, mother Betty Hill, two sisters and a brother. Visitation will be held one hour prior to service time. Funeral service for Danny W. Hill will be held Tuesday, November 23rd, 2 p.m., at the Limley Chapel with Rev. Scott Garrison officiating. Burial will be at New Hope Cemetery by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Jacqueline Reese Kelm, age 93, of Moralton, died Saturday, November 20th. She is survived by her daughter Nikki Hadley of Moralton, two sons, Michael Paul Kelm of Texas and Charles E. Kelm of Moralton, two sisters, six grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and three great-great-grandchildren, among others. Graveside service for Jacqueline Reese Kelm will be Tuesday, November 23rd at 10 a.m. at Elmwood Cemetery. The family will receive friends tonight from 5 until 7 o'clock at the funeral home. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Otto Toe Lewis Linhart, age 71, of Moralton, died Wednesday, November 17th. Funeral Mass will be held this morning at 10 at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris, Father Joe Friend, Deacon Steve Mallett, and Deacon Norm DeBryan officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made to Sacred Heart Catholic Church or to the charity of your choice. Coming up on 735, it's fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM Studios on our way to a high of 56 with sunshine today, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. 
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736, fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. A Danville man died from injuries sustained in a two-vehicle accident in Yale County Friday afternoon. Arkansas State Police say 76-year-old David Ackerett was killed when the Dodge Caravan he was driving east on Highway 154 at Centerville was struck head-on by a westbound vehicle that crossed the center line. The driver of that vehicle, 83-year-old Ruby Cross of Dardanelle, was injured in the accident and transported to UAMS in Little Rock for treatment. Approximately 200 voters were affected by the redistricting of the Conway County Justice of the Peace Boundaries. During a meeting Friday, the Conway County Election Commission approved the new boundaries proposed by the county's vendor for the redistricting project, EFS Geotechnologies. Commission Chair Diane Stell explained, Results of the 2020 census required changes to three districts to provide equal representation among each of the 11 JP districts. There's a very few changes that were made to bring us into compliance. The law doesn't give a range or a percentage that says what it has to be or a certain amount of people. It just says things like sustainability, equal or nearly equal. And 10 years ago, the Secretary of State came up with a plus or minus of 5% deviation. So that's the mark that we have been assigned to use. But there's, there's not very many changes. I think he told me maybe 300 people total, and that could affect maybe 200 and something voters. The changes include moving McKinnon Road to Highway 95 north of the Moralton City limits from District 8 to District 2. The area south of Highway 9 and east of Heifer Creek Road from District 5 to District 4, a portion of Boston Lane from District 2 to District 5, a small area of Plummerville from District 11 to District 6 in order to have all of District 6 in the Plummerville city limits and move all of District 11 out of city limits, and an area north of Tennessee Avenue to Stevens Street in Moralton from District 9 to District 7. Other changes in District 1, 9, and 10 were cosmetic only and do not affect any voters. Commissioners also reviewed school board zones for the South Conway County, Nemo Vista, and Wonderview school districts during Friday's meeting. There are no changes to the South Conway County school district zones, but Stell explained the Nemo Vista and Wonderview districts are both changing their school board representation from board positions to board zones. If you had a position, you could live anywhere in that district and run for that position, and everyone could vote for you. If you have a zone, you have to live in that zone, and only those people can vote that are in that zone. It's believed the change to zoned positions does not affect any of the current board members in either district. A lengthy agenda awaits members of the Conway County Quorum Court tonight. For tonight's regular monthly meeting, Justices of the Peace will consider a number of different 2021 budget amendments, including one that provides premium pay for county employees and firefighters and one that provides grants to local nonprofits from a portion of the county's American Rescue Plan funds. An ordinance authorizing the purchase of a used road grader for the road department 
and the ordinance to levy taxes on real and personal property for 2021 are also included on the agenda, along with resolutions approving appointments to the CHI St. Vincent Moralton Board of Governors County Board and to the Central Arkansas Intermodal Authority. The meeting is set to start at 5 p.m. in the third floor courtroom at the courthouse in Moralton. It follows a meeting of the Budget and Finance Committee, which starts at 4 p.m. A 38-year-old North Little Rock man arrested for criminal mischief in Moralton last year has pleaded guilty to two separate shooting incidents at Little Rock Hotels. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports Keonta Keon Raymond pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree battery in exchange for a 12-year prison term. He could have been sentenced to a maximum of 40 years in prison on the two Class B felony charges if convicted. Raymond still faces his felony criminal mischief charge in Conway County, which stems from an August 2020 incident in which he's accused of crashing his maroon Ford F-150 pickup into the Mission Union Baptist Church in Moralton. The number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County has more than tripled in the past week, according to the latest data from the Arkansas Department of Health. Two new cases Sunday brought the number of active cases in the county up to 38. The county had just 11 active cases last week at this time. No new deaths have been recorded in the county in that time. There have still been 46 COVID-related fatalities in Conway County since the pandemic began. The number of active cases in Perry County has increased by 33% in the past week. After reporting 21 cases a week ago, the health department says there are now 28 active cases in the county. There have still been 22 deaths related to COVID-19 in Perry County. Statewide, 304 new cases were recorded Sunday along with three additional deaths. The health department says over 1.4 million Arkansans, five and up, are fully immunized and that over 263,000 adults have received a booster shot, which is now available to anyone who's been fully vaccinated for at least six months. Taking a look at our community calendar, income-eligible Perry County residents 65 and older can get Thanksgiving bags at Partners for Progress Food Pantry in Perryville today, tomorrow, and Wednesday from 10 till noon. There is no need to sign up, but you must live in Perry County to qualify. Arkansas Blood Institute will hold a blood drive today from 11.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Walmart in Moralton. All donors will receive a free long-sleeve t-shirt and a COVID-19 antibody test. To schedule an appointment, visit ARKBI.org. The Conway Perry County Realtors Association will hold its annual dessert auction to benefit the Moralton Human Relations Council tonight at 5 at the T.C. Vaughn Senior Activity Center in Moralton. To donate items for the auction, call Joy Howell at 501-977-5421 or Brandy Chapman at 501-306-8095. The Menifee Town Council meets tonight at 6 at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are still required, temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. RVAC will issue quarterly commodities for all qualifying Perry County residents Tuesday from 9 to 11. Clients need to bring their driver's license, know their household income. The distribution is a drive through service. You are asked to remain in your vehicle. Officers with the Moralton Police Department and Conway County Sheriff's Office are raising funds for their Shop with the Cop program, where they take children around and shop for Christmas gifts. They're holding a raffle, giving away four guns and a gift certificate to Tractor Supply Company. Tickets are $5 each, 5 for $20, or 35 tickets for $100. You can get those from any officer, and the drawing will be held on Wednesday. And the Conway County Library will be closed this Wednesday 
at noon for the Thanksgiving holiday and will remain closed until reopening Monday the 29th. We thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we recognize that not everyone can be near a radio to hear it as it airs live at 7.30 on weekday mornings. That's why we make it available on our podcast channel. Brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Subscribe to the KVOM News Watch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 7.44, it's fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll visit with Stephanie Lipsmeyer from the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 746 now in KVOM as we take a look at sports. Two Moralton High School student-athletes signed letters of intent Friday to play college sports. Caitlin Miller signed to play volleyball at Central Baptist College in Conway. Braden Garrett signed to play baseball also at CBC. Miller was a middle blocker for the Devil Dog volleyball team and earned all-conference and all-state honors her senior season and was selected to play in next summer's high school all-star game. She said it took a lot of work to become the player she is, and she's excited that that hard work has paid off. I feel like I put a lot of effort and time into being where I am now. I came from barely playing to sign into college, so it means a lot to me. Yeah, I really look forward to this pretty much my whole high school career. I mean, I think this is what I'm meant to do, and I can't wait to do it. Garrett said he's put in a lot of work to become a good baseball player and is excited to have the opportunity to play at the college level. It's what I've practiced for ever since I stepped foot on a baseball field, and it's unexplainable. It's one of those things that happens that you didn't think was ever going to happen, but you put in so much work, and with the will of God, it, it happens. Garrett has been a versatile player for the Devil Dogs, playing multiple positions, including pitcher, and said he expects to be primarily an infielder outfielder for the Mustangs. Marlton High School boys basketball team improved its record to 2-0 on the season, coming from behind in the second half to get a 63-54 victory over Sheridan in the Hoop and Hoodies Showcase at Maumelle High School on Saturday. Senior Joseph Pinion recorded a triple-double in the game for the Devil Dogs, finishing with 18 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. The Devil Dogs are scheduled to be back in action on Tuesday with a game at home against Westside Gers Ferry. There will be a junior boys game at 5 p.m. followed by senior boys. Marlton's senior girls are on the road tonight for a game at Rogers. A junior varsity game starts at 4.30 p.m. followed by the varsity game. Also tonight, Wonderview's senior girls and boys play host equipment for non-conference games starting at 6 o'clock. Junior Avery Pettengill scored a career-high 36 points to lead Sacred Hearts senior boys basketball team to its first 1A4 conference win of the season, 63-45 to over Scranton on Friday night in Moralton. Junior Peyton Palladino had 11 points, and Junior Jack Poole had 9 points and 17 rebounds for the Knights to improve their overall record to 2-6. and six. In the Junior Boys game, Rowdy Warren made a three-pointer with three seconds left in regulation to force overtime and scored all eight Sacred Heart points in the extra period as the Junior Knights won 52-48. to 48. Warren finished with 22 points in the game. Lennon Owens added 17. 
Sacred Hearts senior girls picked up a forfeit win from the Lady Rockets to move to 7-1 overall, 2-0 in conference play. Sacred Hearts' next games will be November 30th at Mount Vernon Enola. Another historic season for the Bigelow High School football team came to an end Friday night with the Panthers' 16-13 controversial loss to Hazen in the second round of the Class 2A state playoffs in Bigelow. The Panthers appeared to get a game-winning touchdown on a long pass play from Keithland Brown to Hunter Alexander on the game's final play, but Alexander was ruled down just shy of the goal line. The Panthers finished the season with a record of 11-1 and have gone 23-2 over the past two seasons after a winless 2019 campaign. Hector and Quitman were also eliminated in Class 2A on Friday. The Wildcats fell to Fordyce 42-7, while the Bulldogs lost to East Poinsett County 28-20. Conway had no trouble advancing to the semifinals in Class 7A, rolling to a 49-0 route of Rogers on Friday night. Wampus Cats will face Fayetteville this Friday. Greenbrier has advanced to the semifinals in Class 5A. The Panthers whip win 14-0 on Friday night and will host Pulaski Academy this week. After the Bruins men handled Magnolia 56-25, the other semifinal matchup will have Whitehall playing host to Little Rock Christian. The Bulldogs corralled Camden Fairview 35-14, while the Warriors knocked off Nettleton 35-7. Making his first collegiate start in place of the injured Sam Howell, Marlton's Jacoby Criswell shined at quarterback for the University of North Carolina on Saturday, playing the first half of a 34-14 win over Wofford. The former Devil Dog standout completed 11 of 19 passes for 125 yards and had five carries for 66 yards and a touchdown. The 21st-ranked Arkansas football team went toe-to-toe with number 2 Alabama in Tuscaloosa on Saturday but fell to the Crimson Tide 42-35. Now 7-4 overall, 3-4 in Southeastern Conference play. The Razorbacks will wrap up regular season play against Missouri on Friday. The Arkansas State football team fell to 2-9 on the season with a 28-20 loss to Georgia State on Saturday. Red Wolves will finish their season at home against Texas State this Saturday. The Central Arkansas Bears end their season with a record of 5-6 after dropping their season finale to Tarleton State 24-3 on Saturday. The Arkansas women's basketball team beat Arkansas State 94-71 on Friday night in Jonesboro to improve their record to 3-1. The Razorbacks will host SMU tonight. The Arkansas men's team plays Kansas State tonight in the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 p.m. on our sister station, 99.3 and 105.5, the Eagle. Former Sacred Heart standout Mackenzie Greeson was 3 of 3 from the floor for 7 points in helping the University of the Ozarks women's team pick up a 65-59 victory over Dallas on Saturday. 7.51 as we take a look at weather. On this Monday, and currently, humidity is 87% with calm winds, barometric pressure 30.34. Our low temperature this morning, 34 degrees. High yesterday was 63. A year ago today, the low is 52, the high is 54. Uh, not much rain here yesterday at the KVM studios, just about two one-hundredths of an inch. Brings our total for the year to 42.48 inches. Sunset this evening is 5.02. Sunrise tomorrow morning is 6.53. And forecast calling for a sunny day, high around 56 degrees this afternoon. Clear tonight with a low down to 34, then sunny tomorrow with a high near 60. Uh, Mid-60s maybe on Wednesday, but Thanksgiving Day, we have a 70% chance of rain Wednesday night and into uh, Thursday with a high in the mid-50s. Right now, though, we've got fair skies and 41 degrees in Marlton. Approaching 7.53 on KVOM, and this is Newswatch on this Monday morning.
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVOM, and we're joined on the phone this morning by Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Moral Tenaria Chamber of Commerce. And good morning to you, Stephanie. Oh, good morning, Eric. All right. I know it was a, you just wrapped up a pretty busy weekend. Yesterday was a big day in downtown Marlton. How'd the Christmas open house go? Yeah, it was a big day. You know, it, that is one of my favorite days of the year. I mean, it's better than Black Friday. Um, it went great. Lots of people uh, were downtown shopping. The uh, Main Street Morlton's Farmer's Market, the pop-up shops, we moved those inside the chamber uh, just because weather, we were afraid that the rain might get them. And, you know, the weather on and off was misting a little bit. Uh, but all in all, they did very well. Things flowed just perfectly inside the chamber. And so we were uh, happy that we could do that for them. And then people were out walking. So downtown was very, very crowded yesterday. Yep, certainly. Uh, certainly good to see the activity there and people spending their, their, their dollars here in town. Certainly is a good thing. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. We want to keep that here. And I also want to say... These stores are packed full of merchandise. So, you know, before you decide to drive out of town, check out here first, whether it's downtown or whether it's out uh, the outskirts of town, whether it's Haynes or Strouds or Rackley's or any of those that are, that are on the outskirts of town. So check those places out before you hit that freeway. All right. And I... I should backtrack a little bit because we haven't actually talked to you since the Chamber Banquet, which was earlier this month. New format there, had it at UACCM. So how did that uh, how did that go? That went really well. It was different. Uh, that was our first time to ever have that out at the college. And uh, we have such a beautiful workforce training center. And we were able to showcase that off as well. But things went very well. It was very well perceived, and uh, it was an exciting night, and we got to honor people here in our town, and so that's always a plus for our chamber banquet, is recognizing people that that deserve awards that, you know, sometimes might not get that pat on the back or something, so that was an exciting night, and, and I'm excited to say we'll have a few of those that will be in our Christmas parade. Okay, yeah, good deal, and that is coming up uh, really soon is that december the second is that right it is it's it's the first thursday in december it'll start at five thirty here in downtown morlton rhonda trowbridge and her committee rhonda's done this for many years she could do it with her eyes closed she is fabulous um you know there is still times to get your there is still time let me rephrase that to get your floats in all you have to do is email Rhonda at rhonda.trowbridge at hotmail and get those floats in. Or you can also go to the Conway County Christmas Parade Facebook and send her an inbox message there. So, you know, there's still time for that. 
Also happening on that same night is the college is bringing back their luminaries. That's exciting time. So after the parade, you'll want to uh, go out there and look at all of the wonderful luminaries. Uh, from 2 to 5 on that day, Danny's studio is having a big event downtown with food vendors and just lots of different people that are involved in that. And that will be across the street on Railroad Avenue. Uh, she's got some exciting things going on. So, you know, you'll want to check that out. You want to come down early before the parade so you can check all of that out. Absolutely. So we have going to be a big day again, December the 2nd there, uh, downtown Marlton. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, anything else got going on you want to bring up this morning? Yes, I want to tell about where I'm going this morning. Sure. Uh, so this morning at 9 o'clock, the Conway County 4-H is uh, celebrating agriculture, the turkey industry, and 4-H poultry projects this morning at 9 o'clock. Uh, at the Conway County Courthouse steps. Folks, you want to come out and watch this. Uh, these kids put a lot of work into their projects that they do. Uh, Alicia and Shannon are just great uh, for our agriculture. And so uh, please come out this morning if you can and let's celebrate agriculture and celebrate these kids that that put a lot of hard work into all of their projects. And they're going to have turkeys out there. They're going to be walking the turkeys. Yep, going to be pretty neat. Yeah, pretty neat deal. Yeah, coming up 9 o'clock this morning. So looking forward to that. Yes. All right. Well, yes. Ste Stephanie, I guess that's I guess that's it for today. We'll catch up with you next, next month. Yes, so. and I just want to wish everyone a happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. And, you know, we all have so much to be thankful for. Absolutely. And the same to you as well. Happy Thanksgiving to you. So, And thanks for joining us on this Monday morning. Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce. It is 8.01 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.